Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So, Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to, to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. What's going on, bloggers? Pete McPherson here from Do You Even Blog. I know you missed my voice uh, from last Wednesday's episode with Nick True, but I also imagine it was lovely just to hear his voice. Such a great episode. Thank you so much for Nick for doing that. I wasn't actually going to release an episode today, but I have something I'm kind of fired up about and I want to talk about. I'm not actually sure how to sum it up in like a headline, a title for this podcast, but it's going to be something to do with the fear of standing out. That's what I want to talk about. And I want to start with a little story. So last night, I finally crossed uh, off my last item on my to-do list for blog reviews. I got to the last blog review. I was going through it and everything about the blog, which was like brand new, by the way, was above average. It was good, like especially for a new blogger, like the design was there. Uh, the about page had like a nice little story about them. The homepage was fine. Everything was fine with fine with a capital F. Like everything was good. And at that point, I finally scrolled down to the very bottom on one of the pages where I saw like the opt-in form. I think this person was using ConvertKit, MailChimp, uh, MailMunch. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. They all include this little spam text, right? We've seen these on all of our opt-ins. 
right underneath the forms, it'll say like, we won't send you spam. Unsubscribe at any time. You know what I'm talking about? Like little small text. It's like half grayed out, right? It's very subtle, but it's there. So I was scrolling through this person's blog. I found their opt-in right there and I saw that sentence and it was not the original like mail munch inserted unsubscribe thing. It had personality. It had humor. I can't tell you exactly what it says because that would give away the person. But it said, like, we won't send you spam. And then it had the funniest little sentence. It was so subtle. It was hidden on the bottom of their blog post at the bottom of this opt-in form. But it was so good. And it hit me like a daggum tank or a truck or something. Like, where was this personality on the rest of their blog? The rest of their blog was A+. Not A+. Plus. It was a, It was an A. It was fine. It was good. They're a brand new blogger. They're still getting the hang of things. It was fine. Design, copy, opt-ins, content, everything. It was fine. But I saw this personality like thrown out there in the bottom of this opt-in at the unsubscribe text, right? The spam policy text. I don't even know what you call that, but it was there. It was hilarious. I was like, that's amazing. Where is this personality in the rest of the blog? the blog post headlines, maybe the content, the intros specifically to hook people in to keep reading, uh, the copy on the homepage, the what, why, what, if you've heard me say that before, if not, maybe I'll do another blog post on it. Uh, the about page story. Where was this personality? It wasn't there. It wasn't there. There was, I know that it is in this blogger, in this person to let that quirky and weird and funny attitude, personality, whatever you want to call it, shine through because I saw it in the bottom of a mail munch, mail munch, excuse me, mail munch opt-in. It was hilarious. It was so sticky. I was like, oh, this is perfect, but it didn't appear anywhere else in the blog. And now if this person is listening, which I'm sure they are, the rest of the blog was really good. It was above average, especially for someone fairly new, but it could be great. Like I saw this personality and I was like, why aren't more people infusing their little weird quirks, myself included, by the way, I wrote a landing page over the past two days. I showed it to two people and they were like, this doesn't sound like you. And it's because I was trying to be, well, everybody else. I was afraid to let my personality come through on the sales page, which was dumb of me. It's dumb of this person to like hold back at all in the rest of her blog when I know she has that humor wittiness right there. I saw in her mail munch opt-in. So, Let me read you. I'm going to switch gears now. The same subject. I'm going to read you a little passage I found from Purple Cow. Seth Godin is a marketing author. Talked about him all the daggum time on this podcast. Purple Cow is one of my three favorite marketing books, period. I think it's absolutely a must read for blogger. Right up there with Tribes by Seth Godin. Um, Levy and Trout's uh, 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing. And uh, Purple Cow. So, 30-second description of what a purple cow is before I redo this passage. You and your loved ones are taking a vacation in the French countryside. It's beautiful. Rolling hills, grass. You start to drive by and you see cows. Like, perfect cows. Beautiful white, black spots. French countryside. It's a beautiful sight, right? Something out of a painting. You're like, look, honey. Look at that beautiful scene. All the cows. Look at those cows. Those are perfect cows. Uh, a mile later, the same cows. This is cow country. 20 minutes later, you're still driving down the road and you see these beautiful cows. Are you still talking about them? 
No, you are not. The beautiful cows are now boring. The beautiful cows are now invisible. You're not even looking at them anymore. And even though they're in the corner of your eye, you just don't see them because you've been seeing them for the past like 20 minutes, etc. You drive down the same road, you see all the white cows and you see a bright purple cow. Obviously that one is remarkable. That's worth talking about. You keep driving for another 20 minutes. You don't see another one, right? That was the purple cow. Of course, this is what Seth Godin's means by being remarkable, worthy of remarking upon, worthy of talking about different, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You'll have to read the book for more. Okay. Let me read you this passage. So it's, uh, relates to what I want to talk about today. <clears throat> Header. The problem with being a cow. If being a purple cow is such an easy, effective way to break through the clutter, why doesn't everyone do it? Why is it so hard to be purple? The cow, the purple cow, is so rare because people are afraid. That's right. People are afraid. If you're remarkable, it's likely that some people won't like you. That's part of the definition of being remarkable. Nobody gets unanimous praise ever. The best the timid can hope for is to be unnoticed, right? Criticism comes to those who stand out. Now, I'm going to keep going. Where did you learn how to fail? If you're like most Americans, you learned in the first grade. That's when you started figuring out the safe thing to do was fit in. The safe thing to do was to color inside the lines. Don't ask too many questions in class. And whatever you do, be sure the homework is, fits right in the supplied piece of cardstock using like a number two pencil. We run our schools like factories. We line kids up in straight rows. We put them in batches called grades, and we work very hard to make sure there are no defective parts, nobody standing out, nobody falling behind, nobody running ahead, making a ruckus, playing it safe, following the rules. Those seem like the best ways to avoid failure. Not being remarkable, this is just me now, by the way, not being remarkable, not allowing the personality to come through your blog post, not creating landing pages that actually sound like you and have your ideals and opinions and passions built into them is the easy thing to do. It's the safe thing to do. It's a great way to avoid failure. It's a great way to avoid pissing people off. It's a great way to avoid criticism. Just fit in. It's a great way to avoid criticism. Just fit in. You'll be boring. You'll be white cows, but you won't get, you know, you won't have a fear of failure at all, right? That's the easy thing to do. It was the easy thing for me to do yesterday when I was plowing through my sales page and I got done and I showed it to people and I was like, oh, this is a white cow with black spots. It's a beautiful white cow. It's a great sales page, but it's definitely not remarkable in any way. might not even be effective. It might be completely invisible. Same thing with this blog review that I did. It's a great looking blog, especially for a beginner, like designs on point. Images are starting to look good. The content's great, it's readable, it's findable, it's all this different stuff, but it's invisible. And I got to this person's opt-in, like I said before, and that little, we won't send you spam, da-da-da-da-da, was brilliant. It was an amazing piece of copywriting. It was this person's and this person's alone. It was remarkable, but it was missing from the rest of the blog. So my question is, why is that? And I just answered, by the way, why is that? Why does this person feel the need to hold back all this enthusiasm and wittiness and weirdness and quirkiness and passion, whatever you want to call that, them, why have they been holding themselves back? Is it because they fear a failure, a fear of turning people off of their blog, of their brand? My answer is yes. That's definitely my answer. 
right? Seth Godin said it right here in this book, and I believe him wholeheartedly. It is so easy to fit in because we don't fear failure. We don't fear criticism. We don't fear turning some people off to our brand, turning some people off to our blog, losing some readers. But I agree with this, by the way. I think Seth Godin's point, and this is the answer. I'm about to wrap up this podcast, but here is the answer. The answer is don't appeal to everybody. Don't drive down the middle of the road. And before I say any more, I want you to pull your car over to the side of the road. I want you to stop running on your treadmill. I want you to tell your kids to shut up and listen to the Pete's podcast for a second. I know how difficult this is to translate into your blog. Like I know right now you're not probably sitting on your computer working on your blog. You might be at work. I don't know where you are. I know it's going to be difficult to listen to this and be like, oh, of course, I need to make that change. Let me go home and spend 20 minutes and make this change on my blog and then boom, done. No, I know it doesn't work like that, but I (laughs) I want you to try. I want myself to try. I want myself to be more comfortable putting myself out there, writing the stuff that I want to say, infusing my personality wherever I want to, regardless of the fact that some people aren't going to like it. And those that will like it will like me even more. That's the answer that I wanted to come back to. Seth Godin says this all the time, right? And I firmly, it's not just Seth, by the way, like I'm a huge Seth Godin fanboy, but lots of people write about this all the time. Uh, Driving down the center of the road is a great way to please everybody and nobody. Driving on the edges of the road, one way or the other, doesn't matter, is a great way to alienate some people, piss some people off, get criticism from some people, but then... Other people will love you even deeply. -er. (laughs) They will love you even more. They will read your content more. They will be your biggest fans and quote unquote sneezers. Those that tell their friends about your blog and your brand, but driving down the road, removing all personality from your copywriting, from your opt-ins, from your headlines, from your blog content, from your social media profiles, from your images, from your profile pictures, Removing personality from all that stuff is a great way to fit in because it's easy. It's easy. You don't have to fear anything and you're never going to stand out. Not, no, I don't want to say never. There's some people that are just great bloggers and over time they will gain a following. But for the rest of us who are looking for quicker wins, who are looking for accelerated growth, we have to stand out. We have to stand out knowing that we're going to alienate some people. We're going to get criticism, blah, blah, blah. But hopefully, just hopefully, if we do our jobs right, there will be another segment of readers, of our audience, et cetera, that loves us 10 times more than we would if we just drove down the middle of the road and made everything fine with a capital F. That's it. Thank you for listening to this rant. Uh, I wouldn't really necessarily call it a rant. I don't think it's a problem with anybody. I myself do this as well, but I do think it's an issue that a lot of bloggers face on any given day, right? We do. We're afraid to stand out. We're afraid because it's not proper Google juice to write this or, oh, it might alienate a few of my subscribers if I include a little blurb about this. Oh, it's a little political. Oh, it talks about sex a little bit. Oh, it's a little religious. Oh, it's a little bit controversial. I get all that. I'm not saying you have to go out and be controversial, but personality, your wittiness, your jokes, your stories, like real stories, not like marketing story, like worldview stuff, but actual stories, like things that happen to you. I want to see the world myself and you listening to this blogger 
Do more of that stuff. Let those little subtle, you know, we won't send you spam, but here's an amazing line about my blog and personality. Let those move into your content. Let them permeate, absorb into your headlines and your design and your images and everything. More personality. Me talking about this right now after the sales page that I wrote yesterday and the feedback that I got, I'm like dreaming about going through my entire blog now and changing things because I've like kind of let myself slip into like trying to be the big meta blogger, like down the middle of the road, you know, Pat Flynn level, Darren level. I get that and that's fine. And I want my business to be that big, but I'm not, I'm not them. Like I'm, I'm me. I can't be them. I can't be the next Pat Flynn. That would be impossible. No one can. <laughs> I can't be the next huge meta blogger that makes uh, $150,000 a month right now. I just can't. That's not me. Why am I trying to be like, this is stupid. I need to let my personality shine through even if it means slower growth because I'm alienating some people. Over the long run, I'm going to get my tribe and we're going to stick together like glue because I love them and they love me. And those other people who aren't necessarily turned on my brand, they can go follow everybody else. I would encourage all of you to do the same. Wow, don't you like how like three minutes ago I said I was going to stop ranting and then I ranted for another three minutes? That was great. Anyways, I hope you guys have a lovely Friday. Happy blogging. Feel free to send me some URL love on Twitter. And by URL love, I mean just send me your latest blog post. Let me read them. Not my URLs. Send me your URLs. I'll give you some URL love. There you go. That's what I meant. Uh, send me your stuff on Twitter at Do You Even Blog. Thank you so much for listening. I got a busy month ahead of me. I got like five interviews recorded. But for whatever reason, uh, I haven't been completely happy with my editing and my show notes writing the past week and a half or so. So that's why I've been releasing the Nick episode on Wednesday and this solo episode today. I'm trying to get those good, not perfect. I won't say perfect, but I'm just trying to get those where I want them to be for you. So they'll add the most value to you. So those are coming out soon. I got Susie from Start a Mom Blog. I got uh, Anthony Moore. He's a big, huge medium writer. I got some other nice names coming up as well that I know you will enjoy. So later, happy blogging. I will see you guys next week. And thank you for listening as always. I really, really do appreciate your downloads and your eyeballs <laughs> via traffic. And I'm looking forward to sharing blogger with you with you uh, over the next three and a half weeks or so. Super, super, super pumped about that. I cannot be more excited. It's awesome. Um, yeah, that's it. Have a lovely day. I'll talk with you later. Bye.